Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. When pay for all working women in Aotearoa is compared with pay for all working men, figures show the gender pay gap to be around 10%. Yesterday, Te Hatu Kaurangi, the Tertiary Education Union members formally delivered a gender, gender pay equity claims to university employers across the country. The claims are targeted towards female-dominated spaces in the clerical, administrative and library sectors, which remain as low-paid positions and are not generally considered to be professional or worthy of higher pay. Joining me to discuss these equity claims and what can be done to rectify these pay disparities is National Women's Officer Dr. Sarah Proctor-Thompson from the TEU. Kia ora, Sarah. How's it going? Kia ora. Really well. So to start, could you tell us more about what these gender pay equity, sorry, gender equity pay claims are? Absolutely. So uh, we've raised multi-union, multi-employer claims with our eight universities, and what that means is that there are three unions: TEU, um, the PSA, and a union theatre, who have members within the university sector, and uh, we've raised. Their claims for low-paid library workers, so that's including library assistants, library advisors, and low-paid clerical administration roles. So that's sort of the administrator roles, uh, uh, unit assistants, uh, secretaries, those sorts of roles. So, what will the outcome of these claims ideally look like? Uh, our ideal outcome is equality. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time coming, uh, so uh, we hope you know that through uh, these sorts of claims, inequity and in pay in the university sector will become a thing of the past. Um, what that will mean is you know fair pay for the amazing skills, knowledge, and expertise of our staff in those types of roles, and for those uh, for those workers, the ideal outcome is actually um, having their skills and knowledge recognised and being able to pay, you know, pay their bills, support their families and support themselves. So you mentioned it's been a long time coming and also the development of these claims has been a long process. Why has it been so hard to initiate change in this area? Uh, I mean, I think, you know, the the thing that uh, surrounds inequity is that, you know, broad social milieu uh, of gender inequity, and that you know that's not easy to change. Uh, you know, this month we celebrated Suffrage Day, and that was um, you know over a hundred years ago, and we're still fighting for equity for women. Um, so it, you know, there's a whole social milieu with it, and I think that within the um, university sector, it's a uh, it's a hierarchical. Um, structured organisation and it's historically been male dominated where people at the top of the uh, top of the hierarchy are males and so workers who support the really important work um, of the un- of the universities uh, uh, have been sort of undervalued about what they bring but we know we need them we need them to deliver fantastic education Speaking of sort of historical views of job roles, why aren't these roles recognised as skilled or professional positions that can develop into higher paying careers? Yeah, it's interesting that phrasing. I think, I mean, we certainly see them as uh, professional and skilled and I 
Certainly, I think uh, universities might call them professional, uh, but they're not they're not paid. They don't attract the remuneration that reflects that. Um, and I think you know part of that is uh, activities that women do and. Uh, in these types of roles, it's just it's sometimes hidden uh, the kinds of work that they're doing. They're doing a lot of support, a lot of net, networking. Um, they hold a massive amount of institutional knowledge. They ensure that uh, you know one activity of one unit is connected with another. That kind of work is uh, often hidden, and so therefore it doesn't um, it doesn't attract equitable pay. What um, other actions are the TEU doing for workplace equality? Uh, well, we have a we have a really great uh, structure within the union that uh, supports us to do gender equity work. We have a, um, a network of women's representatives in our branches. We also have a national women's committee, and together we've developed this gender equity vision. I should say that we are really um, clear about the intersection of inequity, so when we look at gender inequity, we also want to look at how race or disability sort of um, interact with gender to produce inequity. And we have other things that we are working on at the moment uh, that relate to our vision, including uh, you know, ensuring that our institutions are healthy and safe. For our workers, we know that there's bullying and sexual harassment within the sector, so we do work around that, for example, in training workshops, uh, feeding into the public conversation about bullying and sexual harassment. And we also, another focus over the last couple of years has been um, supporting the use of flexible working arrangements. Obviously, with COVID, uh, that space is changing quite rapidly, so um, we you know, are trying to <laughs> move along with with a rapid change in that space. Right, so hoping that these claims bring these issues of equity and workplace disparity to light and can see some um, significant change to pay and other elements like that, do you think this will be reflected in other unions and sectors in Aotearoa? Well, I think the labour movement as a whole has had a focus on gender pay inequity, um, over a number of years, and you know, starting with that, um, the major breakthrough case for our aged care sector, um, where ECU uh, led that, and uh, we have since seen a number of claims from other unions like NZDI, PSA. There are a number of others, so I think we're moving together as a labour movement around this issue, and uh, even there's a new uh, group called Mind the Gap and they are just going to um, hand in a petition that that uh, asks for legislation around reporting for pay gaps. So, you know, it is a major coalition of unions and activists that are working in this space. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.